I remember when I would sit down to turn the computer on. That would take about, you know, three, four minutes. And then this is several years ago. Then I try to get on the Internet. That would take probably another two to three minutes. And that's if you were not kicked off um, by your sister who's picking up the phone on the other side of the house. And then you took about five minutes to search for directions. You were trying to go somewhere, and so you were map questing some of the directions. And then another five minutes to print them out. Altogether, you would spend, I don't know, 25 minutes printing out directions just to go 20 minutes away. Now, I'm directionally challenged, so I needed those directions. And it just took, it took forever to get them, but they were worth it. Remember those days when... Uh, spending like several days waiting for the real Netflix to load. You know what I'm talking about, right? You were watching uh, a show and then you were done with part of it or, you know, a few episodes and then you had to wait two or three days for the ser- for the disc to get back to, to you. You had to mail one out and then you waited for the next one to come back. I mean, those were the days where, I mean, things have changed so much. Like today, if my show on Netflix, if it's not loading in less than 10 seconds, I get frustrated. Like I'll, I'll be waiting one, two, three, four, and the little circle is rotating. You know what I'm talking about and it's loading. You know, we have, we have a hotspot on the internet. It's a little bit slow and the thing is just rotating. Five, six, seven. If in 10 seconds the thing is not loading, then I'm like, something's wrong. I'm ready to throw the remote control at the TV. Not really, but you, you, you get the point. It's amazing how things have changed. I, I used to plan to make sure that the disc, the Netflix disc would get to us on the weekend because if we, if we, we wanted to have like three discs, I think we had that one of those plans. We wanted to make sure that we had all three discs during the weekend so we could watch all the shows and we had to plan it just right. Now we, you know, you want to watch a show and uh, you don't have to wait. You just turn it on and immediately what took, what took forever before we get now immediately. So last week we began this conversation about these two words, patience and endurance. Patience is the capacity to accept, delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry, without getting upset. Endurance is the measure of a person's stamina to experience pain, hardship, and and be able to survive. So the key word for patience is the ability to accept, the key word for endurance is a, is the word stamina, uh, the measure of a person's stamina to experience pain and hardship and, and be able to survive. Two separate, very different words that are sort of related. They're like brother and sister. And so last week we focused, our, our main focus was patience. And we learned that if you want to have a little bit more patience, you have to learn to change your point of view. You have to learn to pivot. You have to learn to, you know, not look at things the way that you always look at them because every once in a while, it's, it helps you to see things from other people's perspective or from just, from a, just a different point of view. Today, I want us to learn how to develop endurance. So if you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn to James chapter five, verse 10 and 11, verse chapter, uh, uh, James chapter 5, verses 10 
and 11. If you're following us on our church platform, just go to the Bible app. And I am reading from the message translation, the MSG translation. I don't always teach from the message translation, but for this particular portion of scripture that we've been studying, I really felt like, man, I looked at several translations and I loved the how, how, um, the wording and the translation. And I thought that it's very easy to understand. So James chapter five, verse 10. While you're doing that, let me just say something that I mentioned last week that I think it's important to repeat again. Uh, the church, and not just LifePoint, but the church as a whole, is going through what I would consider one of the biggest communication shifts in over 500 years. And we have been uh, seriously um, having conversations about what church needs to look like when we reopen and we are... Uh, looking at uh, strategies to serve some of the people who have lost their jobs. And the one thing that I want you to know is that church is going to be a little bit different. We're, we're not going to go back and everything's going to be the same way. In fact, you've heard me share our vision uh, at the beginning of the year. We want to invest in people, not necessarily in in buildings. And so we really believe that if you're following us on our new church platform, this is the way of the future. This is the way um, to this a way, I should say, to reach people. But I, I tell you this, we want to be smart. We want to be strategic. And uh, there are some things that we're going to do for the sake of purpose. And, you, you know, one of our core values is, you know, we put purpose above, above personal preference. And so when we come back, we may not be able to hug people and give everybody a high five the way that we've done it in, in the past. Because we want to be considerate of people who may be at a little bit more risk than others. And so you'll hear more from me. We'll, we'll communicate that through um through our Facebook and you know you'll you'll get it on email or our newsletter and I'll probably mention it in the message in the future. But I want you I want you to know that we are thinking about it, that we are meeting and we're having conversations on how to do this in the best possible way. So James chapter five, verse ten and eleven. It says this. I'm gonna pick up where we left last week. It says this take the old prophets as your mentors. They put up with anything, went through everything and never once quit all the time honoring God. Now here's, I want you to watch this. Here's our our key verse of the day. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. This is all about endurance. It says this, you've heard, of course, of Job's staying power. He's talking about um, Job in the Old Testament, how uh, he had just incredible endurance when he lost everything. I mean, he about lost almost everything. His sheep, he lost his oxen, his camels, he lost his servants, uh, all of his sons and daughters. And remarkably, he did not lose his faith in God. And so so he's mentioning uh, Job who had incredible endurance. And it says this, And you know how God brought it all together for him at the end. That's because God cares. He cares right down to the last detail. Now, I want you to listen to me carefully. The key ingredient to developing endurance is this. 
I don't know, I don't know if you're gonna like it, okay? But I'm gonna tell you what the key, the essential ingredient, okay? Are you ready for it? The key ingredient to developing endurance is P-A-I-N, pain. Now, when, when you cook, there are some meals, there are some desserts that you, you can make, and if you miss one ingredient, or you pour in too much of one ingredient, or you don't put enough of the one ingredient, the whole thing falls apart. That's how pain is as it relates to endurance. Now, I know we don't like it, right? Like you, you've probably heard, heard it said before, no pain, no, no gain, no pain, no gain. It is true. The problem is that nobody wants pain. I don't want pain. You don't want pain. But everybody wants endurance. And the sad thing is, there's no way around it. Earlier, James had said this in James chapter 1, verse 2, I think through 4. Uh, it'll be, it'll be on, on the screen here. James chapter 1, verse 2 through 4 says this. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity, keyword there, pay attention to that, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Watch this. For you know that when you, when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Another important word in the passage. Let me say it again. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So listen to this. I want you to get this, okay? This is important. Even though you cannot have endurance without pain, you cannot have endurance without pain, you can have pain and not gain endurance. Let me, let me say that again. I want, I want you to get it, okay? You cannot have endurance without pain, but you can experience pain and not gain any endurance. In other words, you can waste the opportunity, the chance, like, like the Bible says, to let pain build you up and make you stronger. So what's the lesson? What is God teaching you? What's God teaching me? I mean, obviously, I'm not asking you to run after pain. Nobody likes pain. We don't want to go after pain, right? But when life brings you difficulties, when you have to face the pain, you don't have to hide. You don't have to quit. You can stay the course. I love verse 11. Look at it one more time with me. What a gift life is to those who stay the course. So one of my favorite movies is The Patriot. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Mel Gibson plays Benjamin Martin. He's a father who basically, after coming home a hero from the French and Indian conflict, he's decided to give, basically, to live a life of peaceful, just tranquility, like with his family. He's given up fighting forever, okay? And 
somehow the fighting between the colonies and the British get they get close to where he was living and one of his sons gets killed and so he quickly builds a militia and he gathers some men and he goes to fight against the British. So the clip that I'm going to show you here in a second, you're going to see Mel Gibson kneel. He's basically kneels. He kneels over his son who's been wounded in battle during the American Revolution. This is his second son to die in battle at the hand of the same evil British officer. So you're going to see from a father who is exhausted, who is who is weary of burying his sons. And then this commanding officer is going to walk in and he's going to encourage him. Now, I want you to see what he says to him. There's one of my favorite clips from, from the movie. Let's watch. in Alexandria's with child. My first. I fight for that child. Benjamin, nothing will replace your sons. But if you come with us, you can justify their sacrifice. Why? Why do men feel they can justify death? Is it arrogance? I have long feared that my sins would return to visit me. And the cost is more than I can bear. Benjamin, we have a chance. Green and Dan Morgan are down from Virginia. If we win this next battle, victory in the war is within our grasp. Go then. Seek your victory. I'm a small issue to it. Uh, You're wrong, Benjamin. You matter to your men and to others as well. Your victories and, and your losses are shared by more than you know. Stay with us. Stay the course. I have run my course. Now, what a powerful moment. Don't you think? On the one hand... You say, I get it. Like, he wants to quit. He's been fighting for a long time. I mean, he's lost two sons in this war. I mean, I mean, I, I if I was in his position, yeah, I would feel the pain. I mean, I, I understand it. I can relate. On the other hand, you want to say to him, don't stop now. 
You're almost there. You've almost won. Now, here's the thing. Like Benjamin, we have all, we all come to a point from time to time where sooner or later, like you're following Jesus, things are good, you made some sacrifices, you've maybe even experienced some some losses at times, and then from time to time, you get to a place where you're going through a situation that has you on the brink of giving up. It's in that moment that you've got to remember the message of the cross. It's in that moment that you've got to remember the message of the Bible. Stay the course. And just like Benjamin had a commander who encouraged him and, and said those words to him, in the same way, you have a heavenly father. We have a commander of the universe who's looking at us. And today he's saying, what a gift life is to those who stay the course. Now, I want you to say it out loud. The reason why I ask you to say things out loud is because it helps us remember. Say it. Stay the course. I know it may be weird. It may be strange, you know, especially if you're with, in your living room with your kids or whatever. Just say it. Stay the course. Say it with me. Stay. You can, you can type it in the chat if you're following us there. Stay the course. Tell your spouse if they're discouraged. Honey, stay the course. This will pass. Tell your kids. This is difficult for your kids too. Stay the course. Oh, I don't like to do homework. I, I wish, I wish I was a, I wish I was a, with my, my classmates. I wish I could see my teacher. Tell them, stay the course. Stay the course. If you have a coworker that's going through a difficult time, tell them, stay the course. If you have a family member that's going through a lot and they've been affected by the coronavirus, tell them, stay the course. What a gift. What a gift life is. To those who stay the course. We've been talking about patience and endurance. Let me review. Patience is a capacity to accept, delay, trouble, suffering without getting angry and upset. Endurance is the measure of a person's stamina to experience pain and survival. The key word there is stamina. So here's the thing. Sometimes life requires both. Patience and endurance. When you look at the Bible, you see people like like Noah. He waited and he endured 120 years. Think about that. Until the rain came. He had to be patient. That's a long time to be patient. Abraham waited and he endured 100 years to have a son. Think about that for a moment. Moses. Moses waited patiently 40 years. In the, de- in the desert. And then he endured 40 years leading the children of Israel across the desert to the promised land. But here's the thing. They all got their reward. And so will you. If you wait, if you endure. You know, I, I love, I love verse 11. Look at it with me. It says this, God brought it all together for him, the him is Noah, uh, excuse me, Job. <laughs> um, God brought it all together for him, for Job. He had lost everything. He brought it all together for him at the end. That's because God cares, cares right down to the last detail. The one thing that all of these heroes of the faith had in common is they had faith and determination to stay the course. 
And that's my challenge to you today. Nobody wants pain. I understand that. I'm not asking you to ask for pain or to go to run to it. But when life brings you pain, when, when life brings you difficulties, don't hide. Do not quit. Do not throw in the towel. You have a commander who's given you strength on a daily basis. If you need it on an hourly basis, he'll provide that. If you need it on a minute by minute, second by second, he will do that. I want to leave you with a verse that has always meant a lot to me in times of discouragement. It's Isaiah 40, verse 29. I want you to listen to these words. It says this, He gives strength to the weary and increases power to the weak. Think about those words. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those, watch this, those who hope, the Hebrew word for hope is the same word as to wait. But those who hope in the Lord, those who wait in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. I love the analogy because an eagle has an incredible point of view. We talked about this last week, right? Like if you want to have patience, you have to, you have to have a, a, a great point of view. And it says this, they will run and not grow weary. They'll have tremendous endurance. They will walk and not faint. That's a promise for you. It's a promise for me. And so may we, may God help us to stay the course. Let me pray for you. Father God, thank you so much for your word. God, thank you for the encouragement not to give up, not to throw in the towel. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom, strength, and courage. For those of us who are living through the the hardest time that we've ever lived through, God, I pray that you would come in and that you would carry us in your grace. For those of us who who are losing patience, who are tired, for those of us who don't know if we're going to be able to to make it, God, I pray that you would help us to see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. God, I, I pray that you would help us to see that, yes, there is hope in Christ. And God, we look to you. And God, we listen and we take heed of your word. And we will stay the course because you were our greatest example on the cross. God, we love you and we thank you. We praise you today in Jesus' name. Amen.